passages led to the strong room. The shelves were lined with books. There were a few old prints on the walls, and above the desk a portrait of Mannering. His wife Lorna had painted it. It was a brilliant work, capturing more than Mannering's good looks, his air of well-being, his natural confidence. It captured something which few people knew was there. A young niece coming to Quinn's for the first time and seeing the portrait had squeezed Lorna Mannering's hand and cried, "'Lorna, darling, no wonder you married him. Why didn't you give him a cloak and sword? It would go perfectly with that glint in his eyes and the swagger. John, darling, don't you sometimes want to be a pirate, a buccaneer, and go swashbuckling round the world? You're exactly right for it.' "'Sit down, Bill.' Mannering offered cigarettes, went to the door and called, "'Tea, Josh, please,' and returned to his chair behind the desk. Bristow was staring at the blue diamond. "'No bad men about, demanding your attention?' inquired Mannering. "'No duty calling at police courts and the old bailey? No one stealing any jewels?' Bristow took his gaze from the diamond as if reluctantly. A smile put vitality into his face, taking away the nervous tension. He had good, even features, but somehow missed being handsome. "'Have you lifted any lately?' "'Not for years and years. "'That's the nearest you've ever got to admitting that you once lived by theft,' growled Bristow. As he drew at his cigarette, his eyes challenged Mannerings. "'What were you up to just now? What made you drive Larrabee out?' I hardly knew he came in, but heard your dulcet tones and thought I'd better find out what you wanted. Try telling the truth. You'd never believe me, truth or lie. What were you up to? Hiding something? These, for instance? Bristow took an envelope from his pocket, extracted a dozen photographs and handed them across the desk. Mannering studied each, talking as he looked. All new to me, Bill, what are they? "'Photographs of jewels. "'You are in a pleasant mood this morning,' he paused. "'Whose jewels?' "'The Ranji Paw collection,' Bristow answered. "'Now tell me you've never heard of them. "'They're the Indian jewels Caledon brought from New York "'to offer to old Morency, "'who's supposed to be interested in anything Indian. "'They were stolen from him two nights ago.' The press gave it far more space than it deserved, but, of course, you never read about jewel robberies, do you? There had been headlines in most of the newspapers, for the jewels, worth a small fortune, had been sold in New York by an Indian prince who had clashed with his government. If you're asking whether I've been offered them, no, said Mannering. What were you hiding when Larrabee looked in? Have a look round while you're here. I may at that said Bristow. Larrabee brought tea in a silver teapot on a silver tray. He then went out, looking at Mannering with eyes which asked, Trouble? He was given no answer. Mannering poured out. Bristow seemed to relax. Seriously, John, keep your eyes and ears open for the Ranji paws. It's not just another jewel robbery. It looks like one to me. They belong to this wealthy prince. It's said that a group of zealots in India hate the prince's guts for getting out and living the life of luxury and ease in America on the proceeds of the jewels, which ought to go towards alleviating famine and poverty at home. It's suggested that the zealots meant to get them back and turn them into cash.
I don't know if they took them. I do know that it was a good amateur job. Not in your class. They probably won't be offered to Quinn's direct, but you or Larrabee may hear something. Possibly. Mannering was thinking of the zealots and this blue stone. Thanks. Bristow sipped tea, looking at the blue diamond. Larrabee's looking very prosperous. Has he had a rise lately? And promotion, said Mannering. He's no longer the odd job man about the place. He's manager. Lorna says I need a holiday. We shall probably go away for a month or so, and Josh will look after things better than most. Bristow switched his gaze sharply from the diamond. I'll never understand you, he said. Take an ex-convict into Quinn's, then give him a golden chance to loot the shop. Don't be surprised if he gets away with everything here. Forget it, said Mannering. You'd trust him as far as I would.